specifically why I can't run for president because if someone says to me when I'm like about to like run and someone says hey were you ever on a podcast or the intro song started with like first le- first word out of the guy's mouth with a hard r I had to I would have to say yeah you can, you can blame me That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll fall on that sword for you that wasn't that wasn't that. a hard r it was, yeah it was the opposite of listen R when R you're point. as white as I am they're all hard r <laughs> <laughs> hi and welcome back to the hard r podcast I'm your host Dyke Michaels Oh, I'm sorry. Harder Brunch Podcast. Harder Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Michaels. With me is always Mike. Co- well, with me is not always. Every so, every once in a while. Every other week. We'll no, say every other week. God. With me is every so often, my co-host, Chris King. Hello. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah. And you've already put in your, uh, you got you brought your doctor's notice for not working next week. Uh, yeah, I right out of the gate. I got out of the gate. Let me tell you this. I listened to last week's episode, and a couple of things happened. One, I am going to say rolling through money no less than 10 times, <laughs> because when Bridget said that, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to that episode, it's rough. Um, <laughs> but rolling through money was, was definitely the highlight. And two, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever listened to a podcast that you're not on or some kind of recording you're on and people are talking about you. It's crazy. Yeah. And you're just like sitting there and like, wow, this makes me realize that those guys, they really need me. Yeah, really, <laughs> really bring the sauce together. And apparently, the I'm doing the, the Lord's work. In I'm studio with us, uh, technically on mic, uh, our producer, Zach Rohn, the sauce boss of Indianapolis. Hello. And a very special guest in studio... My friend, uh, the full throttle mulatto, Ira Williams. Hello. I uh, feel like the dark horse of this because I don't do comedy and I'm not a chef. So uh, we'll just see how Listen, this goes. Ira, we've been talking for a while. You're going to be fine. I don't do comedy. I do HR. And I don't know how to make a goddamn thing. We play, we, we're going to play uh, a segment called What Do You Think You Ate? I'm going to guess all wrong. And not ironically. I just don't know what I'm doing. Fair so enough. you're going to be fine. Ira, you are service industry because you are a long-term pizza delivery uh, gentleman. Oh. I would say that that is only half of my service industry. Let's talk about the, uh, at some point, uh, the uh, adult ballet I worked at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were both we were yeah. both bouncers at uh, at strip clubs. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard it called adult ballet. That's, that's I like yeah. it. <laughs> I like it. I didn't know what he was talking about. Like, I, I want to talk about adult ballet. What does that mean? What's for child ballet? What are you guys doing? Some place where men go to spend way too much money. <laughs> yeah, but when you call it adult ballet, it sounds really gross. <laughs> do we do we even need to play this week? I feel like everything this week was pretty straightforward. I was I got stuff. You got stuff? All yeah, right. All yeah. right. Well, listen, I didn't have stuff until uh, Zach played a game called This Might May or May Not Be a Snickers. <laughs> oh, that's right. And the and the answer was it was not a Snickers. It was a uh, fat back wrapped in bread. All right. That's I my first answer. First answer. So, Ira, we, we decided to play start playing a game because a lot of times I will make dishes and Chris King's not sure exactly what he <laughs> okay. what he ate. So we, we do a, uh, a segment at the beginning called uh, What Do You Think You Just Ate? Yeah, it's fine. And I'll ask Chris. Chris King will name off what he thinks he just ate. And if he gets it wrong, you get a chance to steal. 
Okay. There's yeah. no prizes and no winners. <laughs> awesome. Fair Just all game. losers. <laughs> We're all... Yeah, so uh, out of the gate, uh, I think we had... I mean, it was it was just corn dogs, right? Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> I mean, it's the theme today. I think we should talk about that a little bit. Is fair food because yes. we should outside of the uh, state you know, state fair don't care state fair don't care epic pandemic situation we'd be having a fair. So you mean fair food? Yes. So yeah, a lot of them I got like corn dog. We had a, a turkey leg, but I would say about the turkey leg that a lot of people. I think the the point was that. We were supposed to share that because, like, Ira and Zach. Ideally, sitting, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were sitting over there, like, cutting pieces, and I just ate it like a caveman because that's why you have a turkey leg. Let me what? tell you a turkey leg story that I have. I remember I was always overweight, you know, like I am now, but for a long time. And I think the turning point was for me was when I was at Taste of Chicago a million years ago, and I remember being just – it was, like, August in Chicago. I just paid, like, I don't know, $45 for a turkey leg eating it over a trash can, just like covered in flies. And I remember thinking like, why am I doing this to myself? I threw it away and just started riding a bike. And I, still to this day, I love turkey legs. They aren't covered with flies. So it was good. I um, have, I have a lot and I, maybe I'll paste them out throughout the uh, episode, but I have a lot of tragic memories from the state fair. The only thing that I yeah. do like about the state fair is the food. Yeah. But I feel like over the course of my life, I've had a lot of bad <laughs> a lot of bad really? things happen. Oh yeah, a lot I of think, bad things. I mean, the, the thing fair. is, I think the only thing I regret about the state fair, I loved. Like, I lived in Chicago before I came here. Like, I spent my entire like twenties um, in Chicago, but I miss like that's why when I came back to Indianapolis and went to the state fair, I'm like, man, I wish I kind of grew up around this. That seems like a good time. You remember when the state fair stage collapsed and killed all those people? <laughs> yeah, dude. Not my top great, worst not, memory of the great, state great, fair. Great <laughs> not 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 necessarily what you'd bring up on a comedy podcast, but sure, that did happen. So I, I guess we. What do people do at the fair if you're not there? For the food, other than, I honestly don't know. I mean, seeing rat in the hundred degree weather, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing. But I mean, that was the thing. The cocktail we did today I was. Thought the, we were quite right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that I don't know if you say, "Hey, we're going to the fair, and not eat anything." Like, well, then why would you go? What are you going to yeah. ride the scrambler? Yeah, you can throw up that. at home. You don't have to go. <laughs> right yeah, there. I don't need to. Oh, the computer fell over, Zach. I. I always like playing a game of, of, of seeing, like, uh, the most horrendous-looking people yeah. I've ever seen, but they were in love with someone else. And yeah. I was just like, they found love? How'd they find and love? They found it, yeah. <laughs> She'll do that, It's a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of, like, uh, you get a lot of people that are wearing jean shorts that disappear up in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know where they go. And then, like, they're working on a rash. Like, that's, that's something you see at the fair. And that's the thing is, like, you in that situation, you can see that, and like, wow, those shorts are hurting them. They're still wearing them, and they're still walking around in the August heat. And then you're like, I'm going to go get more food. <laughs> that's that's, that's and, what the fair And there's does. a guy in the background eating a turkey leg over a dumpster. <laughs> covered in flies. <laughs> old dumpster. Old <laughs> having questions about his life. Uh, okay, so you got corn dog. Corn dog. And then you had, uh, we had the... Uh, turkey leg. The turkey leg, sure. And then you had the... what What... What were you thinking with the uh, fat back wrapped in bread? What, what? deep fried bacon? I was yeah. trying. To, you know, every year they do. Every year they do a thing where it's just like, guess what they're doing at the fair this yeah. year? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was like, yeah, let's try a deep fried bacon. Let's now, see how it goes. as you know, I'm a fan of bacon. Typically, when you're making some of the bacon, I usually steal the bacon before it actually gets on whatever the dish is. But yeah. that was, I don't know what happened, but it had the skin on it. Like the that part of that fat back somehow was smirking at me when I took <laughs> I took the breading off. Well, you bit into it, and it's just like a sheath of bread came soft down. soft fell off. Well, the other thing, too, is Zach said, hey, this may or may not be a Snickers. I'm like, well, <laughs> I like Snickers. And I bit into it, and it tasted like maybe if someone had cooked my finger. I'm like, I wasn't expecting a finger, Zach. I feel He's, like you got the bad piece, because mine yeah, was nice and tender. Yours looked great. Yeah, it, did you finish yours? I did. I cut <laughs> it in a couple yeah. pieces. Uh, cause I, I, that was a bit to contend with, just yeah. to eat it off the stick. But yeah, it was very good. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was good. Oh, and we forgot you had a uh, corn and mayonnaise. A what? You made mayonnaise corn. Mayonnaise corn. Mayonnaise corn. <laughs> <laughs> made a tub of mayonnaise corn for everybody. <laughs> you put a bowl of mayonnaise and then topped it with corn and like have this. And I ate it. And it was. Ira, right, do you have any idea what the mayonnaise corn is called? Uh, I, I don't. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was mayonnaise maize. Mayonnaise maize. <laughs> mayonnaise maize. Amazing. Oh, uh, Jesus. Uh, elote. It was elote. Yeah. I made it both on the cob and then just loose. Yeah. Um, How hard did you make it loose? Because I know elotes, and we're, you know, all jokes aside, elotes are a cob of corn, and then you cover it in mayonnaise, hot sauce, and I think, uh, I don't know, they put like a sucker on it. It's just all the worst things, like on on, a, on corn, and then it's great. But how do you do that in a bowl? Do you just put mix the, it and mix it all together. Just put mayonnaise in there. I just realized that I had Zach stop and get cotilla cheese for me, and I did not put the cotilla cheese on, on anything. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I made, you know what's funny is I made him get a big bag of ice and then use that ice. <laughs> I feel like I need to settle up with Zach after the show. It sounds like you just needed him out of the house for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. We need to take a little bit longer. We're not ready for you yet. Why don't you go, go on an adventure? Oh, my God. Um, uh, so, turkey leg. Uh, then you had, uh, what was that? Uh, pork fried chicken sandwich? Chicken fried pork sandwich? Are you serious on that one? Is that just tenderloin? Was it just tenderloin? <laughs> I've never seen a tenderloin that fits on the sandwich. bun. Is yeah. it steak? No, it was just a state. It was a state sandwich. Our, our right, state pork, sandwich yeah. is the pork tenderloin. Oh, the state sandwich. I've never seen them where it fits on the bun. That's probably yeah, what it's supposed I just, to be. I had a small fryer, so I was trying to, you know. Yeah, you're a real small fry. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. I'm sorry. No, it was it was good. I just, I've never seen it where it fits on the bun. Ira Williams, best state fair memory? Um, <clears throat> it's going to be food related, I think, because. Yeah. I don't know. I had a, I had a thing. It was like maybe a burger, like on a pancake or something weird. It was like a burger on a pastry. Ooh, yeah. Okay. And it didn't live up to expectations, but it was still wow. good, creative. I enjoyed it. So something like that. What's going on in your life that the best memory you've ever had is like I don't know, it was a pancake or something. And it didn't live up to expectations. <laughs> well, it was. He, he, he put it in the arena of the state fair, and I'm like, well, I just go there to eat. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's all. I pet a goat once. That was cool. <laughs> Worst memory at the state fair. Oh, nice. Probably getting poop on my shoe from one of the animals. I thought you are going to be like waiting in line for the pancake burger. Waiting in line for the pancake burger that didn't live up to expectations. What is your best fair memory? Doug? My best fair memory is, on you know, in the back part of the fair, they would have um, art stuff, and they would also just have like a row of like grifters yeah. that were just like selling stuff. Yep. And this guy was doing a... Um, there was a couple of people one year that were doing like demos. This guy was doing a knife demo and he's like, you can cut a can in half with this <laughs> knife. And me and my mom looked at each other. We were just like, we need that. We need that in our life. And my mom just dropped like $40 on this ridiculous knife set. Yeah. And she never spent money on anything. And then there was also a demo. I don't think we bought anything, but this guy was demoing these little pans and he was like the 60 second omelet. And so I just watched him do it. And then I learned how to cook an omelet. Yeah. And I also learned how to cook an omelet in 60 seconds. And then I went home and I was, that was my trick for a while. I was like, I can make an omelet in 60 seconds. I don't think that's the pan though. That's just, 
making an omelet. Yeah, was that the pan or the? I mean, I was eleven, guys. So, <laughs> so I was just. I, was very... I think that I, I don't think I've ever spent more than sixty seconds making an omelet. No one has, but yeah. if you say it like that, it <laughs> I sounds. I, I'm terrible at making omelets. No, actually, this is a long time. Like that omelet's taking three minutes. It's got to be a weird omelet. I think every omelet I've ever cooked ended up being scrambled eggs of some sort, <laughs> like egg pile with stuff in it. I think that's. I remember like I. You, it's definitely the pan though. It's just the pan. You have to have a decent pan. Otherwise, if it sticks, you're like it's jacked. Yeah, uh, you just saved my confidence. Temperature. Yeah, it's definitely it's never you because I did that when I was growing up. Like I'm gonna make an omelet, and I'm 12, and they would always turn into scrambled eggs. Like yeah, a nice nonstick pan. Yeah, but there is like a bit of a. T- it, I feel like that was the first cooking technique I probably ever learned. Which what is, all you have to do is like you lift the side up and then pour the egg out so it evenly cooks. Is yeah. that is that the technique? Yeah. But it's a technique. I mean, I guess. I mean, everybody knows that one. I guess. But Ira Meyer, do you know that one? No, I, like I said, I this is a blind spot in my culinary. <laughs> Apparently, learning. this was Ira's best day at the fair because he just learned how to make a sixty <laughs> yes, second omelet. Yes, actually, yes. Go ahead and scratch out donut burger, pencil in sixty second omelet. Situation. I think my thing is though that's I learned that when I was at this uh, restaurant when I worked at North and Clyburn in Chicago, this Italian restaurant. We had a brunch, and that was the first time I ever saw anybody. That they're working. You work the pan the entire time, and it's moving it. Yeah, and somehow adding. The that uh, the that um, kind of texture to the omelet is also helpful. So it's not just about moving the egg so it cooks e- evenly, but also kind of the waves that you get in the omelet is also helpful. Yeah, so it's texture. like nice and fluffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and that actually beats like a lot of people are always doing stuff where they're adding like uh, you know um, soda, milk, uh, and water. yeah, yeah, milk, water. water. No, no, no. Uh, the, <laughs> nice, soda, nice like a nice Coca Cola. Yeah, just take a nice Mexican Coke and no. stir that in your. <laughs> <laughs> no, the um, what is it? The uh, like, uh, oh crap, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stumping for sure. Uh, Diet Mountain Dew. No, like Arm Hammer, the uh, baking, not baking, uh, baking soda, not Bro, baking. What, what kind of omelets are you making? Baking powder, not baking soda. I got there. Are I got you, there. Are you cutting cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm soda. making good cocaine omelet. Soda. No, but I I read this thing before I knew how to do it. It was like if you put baking soda in an omelet, it'll make it fluffy, and it just made it gross. Like yeah. It was just like, like it made it fluffy, but in like a gross way. Like, yeah, that sounds mm. disgusting. Yeah, you're you're just let's steroids for an omelet my, where you could just like move it around. And it's fine. If I reverse engineer my top. Worst memories of the state fair. Uh, most recently, I got into a fight with my ex girlfriend Kelly. Um, wow, uh, I don't know if we, you know we can't bleep anything out. Dude. I, didn't, we I, didn't, I didn't say any last names. <laughs> right, well, I mean, it, like okay. Recently, everybody knows what? her. Like so. Most recently, no, I'm going backwards oh, from okay. most recent uh, to. Gotcha. We're gonna like end up. In, we're gonna end up in childhood, Ira. So I just uh, like this anyway. was this was like six years ago. Recently, okay. like. Uh, but like, yeah, we had rode with like another, like rode with another couple to the state fair, gotten into some fight over who knows what, I don't remember what it was, but it was one of those things where it was like a public couple fight around another couple. And then that couple was just like trying to ditch us. Yeah. And then it was just like, uh, we all got separated. I was just like, I have hated the state fair my whole life. And I was just like, I'm Jesus. never, I'm never coming back. I just remember like walking around angrily and be like, I'm never coming back to the state fair wow. because I've been burnt. So many times. Do so. you did you, did you really hate the state fair your whole life, or was it just yeah the yeah no I'm, wow. I'm I'm Benjamin buttoning the story. Oh, so I'm starting off the last time I ever went to the state fair. Okay, and me going, I'll never go again. Did I, you? I didn't realize when you made state fair food that you were like, I'm doing this so I can bring up some childhood memory, and like, this can be. <laughs> this was actually therapy. For me. <laughs> <laughs> therapy, you're like, listen, I'm going to tell you guys right now the reason that I cooked those uh, fried those Twinkies because I have a bad time at the state so fair. I, and I want to talk about. Is it. working through some shit right now. <laughs> I just I just want to eat the food. Food and not yeah. have to think about it's the, just a good time. Have you ever had trauma? Like, I guess the question then is like, have you ever had a good time at this table? Yeah, the knives and the uh, 60 second <laughs> omelet. I told you, yeah, but I, 
I don't know. I guess I thought that was a bad time. One time, I saw, well, one time I watched my friend Sean Weldon get off a tilt the world uh, right after me and puke Coca, hot Coca-Cola over, over his white shirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Your your fair child, your fair childhood seems like something like uh, like if a, if I were a garbage pill kid, that's how I'd enjoy the fair. Like that's that's me. It seems like your history of the fair. I mean, the fair. Like think about it. It's it's kind of whack. I mean, it's like oh, here, yeah. here's some barnyard animals. Yeah. Here's some shitty rides that are like put together by grifters, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. here's some bands that were popular 20 years ago. You <laughs> yeah, know. no, it's all, but it's but the the thing that brings it together is it's really hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the sweat. It's all just you know, it's all that, but it's also 90 degrees. So it's like, oh, I wonder what happened if I experienced this and it was carsick. Oh, that's that's what the fair is. And I always I always had to get because like growing up, like my mom was poor, like my. I didn't grow up poor. Like my grandparents weren't poor, but my mom was poor, so I was poor like half the time, which is even worse because you see how you, you could be living. I've never visited poor. I've just lived there. Yeah. It's nice though. It's nice that you can take vacation in poor. Like, oh man, it's so weird to have summer in poor. <laughs> I've never poor. summered in poor. It was every season. So it's like uh, anytime you're like, yeah, like my mom would always go on like whatever the discount night was. And so it's just a bunch of other poor shitty people, oh, you know, off top. <laughs> Those days are so busy. And the thing is, too, is like, that's not your life. You're just summering there. So it's <laughs> like, oh, man, I can't wait till I'm not you people anymore. What's the best time you've ever had? Oh, you haven't bought knives? Way to be poor. And I was definitely like, I always like I was a all day sucker for all the game, like all the rigged games. I'm like, but I yeah. want a Bart Simpson mirror or whatever it was, you know, like. <laughs> That's what I remember on, like, not necessarily the state fair, but, like, other fairs, like, the little towny fairs that you go to, like, the county fairs. It seems like it's always, like, people in, like, Jenko shorts, like, winning some kind of uh, branded mirror. Well, they <laughs> or, like, the mirror, like, the little frame pictures that they have. I think somebody's living in a room that is covered with those little frame glass pictures of, like, Bart Simpson and uh, AFI or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, what are I, they doing with I that? had those mirrors. I had one for corn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Jenko shorts. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> That's t- I think you went Zach to the fair the and looked guy. at Zach. Yeah, it was just Zach. Like, hey, I'm Zach. We're going to be friends in like eight years. I feel like I won something at a fair like one time. It was like, uh, in, it was actually something I was good at. It was like, you have to shoot and hit a target. So I was like, I'm good at yeah. this. Grant, a crossbow was like, it was a crossbow, which I've never shot. <laughs> a crossbow? Yeah. Like a what little, fair was this? Uh, this was in North Carolina. Do I think. you think there's any chance that you were just training for a cult and they called it a fair? They did give me a Powerpuff Girl doll afterwards. So <laughs> either way, I don't really care. A crossbow, like a full-out crossbow? It was a cheap, shitty crossbow. It wasn't like you're going to go fight some demons afterwards. But, yeah, it was... You could, though. But, like, I hit the target, and it was like... The guy even tried to, like, kind of say, like, oh, you didn't win because it just barely... Like, the arrow barely broke out of the the bullseye. And he's like, nope, right there. And we're like, come on. Like, this is so close. Can you just just point the crossbow? I'm like, listen, I don't know if you understand my aim, but I'm going to barely shoot you in the eye. (laughs) It was a one-shot deal. I was was out of ammo. Couldn't bluff that one. That was it. (laughs) He, he gonna have another arrow he to threaten knew. you. <laughs> so did you end up with it though? You yeah, he did. He let me pick a thing, so I picked a, a wow. Powerpuff Girl and I gave it to a girl I was dating at the time. Nice. Yeah. See, that's what the fair's all about. So there you go. That, Young love. Young love. Like the movie Big. So the time before that, I went. Oh and my the, god, we're just working suit. Though. We're just. <laughs> this episode's called Dyke Works Through Some Stuff. Jesus Christ! I broke up with my summer girlfriend <laughs> from 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 camp that I worked. State fair. Yeah, I worked with. Well, it was like I didn't break up, but like I realized like. We had worked at a camp all summer together. Oh, you you went to, you worked at the camp. Yeah, and you don't talk yeah, about no. that. <laughs> and I just realized I was like, oh, this was my summer girlfriend. This was not a like a forever girlfriend. Yeah, how old were you? Uh, I was twenty six. 
Oh, wow. That's... I thought you were 14. 14. I don't know why. That would have been like when we lived together. That would have been around the time we lived together. It it definitely sounded like... That was right after. That was right after. That was... What happened? Because it definitely sounded like you were 12. (laughs) You were like, you're just my summer girlfriend. You're not my forever girlfriend. By the way, I'm 26. Which is even worse than you think you have a forever yeah, girlfriend dude, at 26. that's exactly what we're saying. Like, you're 26 years old. You're all the way to adulthood. Like, listen, lady, you're my summer girlfriend. You're not my forever girlfriend. I'm going to go out and find her right now. The fair's my worst time ever. I'm an adult. Bye. Fuck that state fair. That's what I say. <laughs> you're my summer girlfriend, not my forever girlfriend. I'm 35 years old. How old was she? She was 40. <laughs> Did she know she was the summer girlfriend? She was, was, she she was the camp cook. <laughs> she always had a cigarette and a pot. She knew Did what you, was going on. She the, knew the deal. Oh, my God. There's so much to unpack. Her name was Doris, the lunch lady. How would you... Okay, you worked at her... Okay, because you met her at camp. I don't know what throws me off the most. You met her at camp? No, it was a girl I worked with at camp that summer. Okay, yeah. were you working at the camp at 26? Uh yeah, I went back. It was my last year working there. Yeah, did they? I was, was I was like a director. I wasn't like yeah. you know what? Like I was the adventure coordinator. <laughs> did I they drove the school bus? If you could have gone back at twenty seven, would you? I mean, I could have gone back at twenty seven. I, I just didn't know if it was like a Logan's Run situation. You they banished the adults <laughs> out. You've been here too long, Dikey. Listen, your hand gym is turned purple. They, you can't come back to camp. They blow a giant air horn as he walks out. <laughs> as a consolation prize, here's a summer girlfriend. She's not your forever girlfriend. Don't forget it. Well, she was a she was a, she was a virgin. So like this story is getting so it's weird. so much. The thing is that's that's the goal of the a Dyke story. He he wings you in with like oh, I had this really weird summer where I didn't like I didn't like the fair because I broke up with the girlfriend and then he peels back the onion like because she's my summary girlfriend and not my forever girlfriend. By the way, I was forty five and she was fifty. I worked at the camp. What did they? And apparently, the camp gave her gave him to you as a consolation prize. So, <laughs> oh my god. Zach's dying. Her her virginity remained intact. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's the, the best part. For the entire she's summer. She's like, I came to camp. I worked at the camp just to finally lose my virginity. And he's and you're like, well, I'm here. And she's like, no, nah. you're just my summer boyfriend. You're not my forever boyfriend. I'm not going to lose my virginity. I don't know if you've ever uh, dated an adult or a, a virgin. I have, actually. Yeah. I have dated an adults. Adult? Not, not camp people. Not adults that I've met at camp, for sure. But adults, yes. I have dated adults. Ira, have you ever dated an adult? Before. Some would say I exclusively <laughs> dated adults. <laughs> yeah, but so that was your first foray into dating adults, and apparently I, it didn't go that well. I misspoke. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you ever dated a virgin after you were no longer a virgin. I have. And so, like, that's just a weird thing because it's like it really was like a summer girlfriend. It was like, you know, like, oh, wait, we'd make out in the woods, you know, like it was very. 27. Just, yeah. There's no way that you have to keep moving that caveat on that. So she's a she's a 27, 30-ish year old virgin. No, she was younger. She was like 20, 22. So you haven't dated adults yet. So <laughs> she, that's, and and then twenty two and twenty six. Did not she? Bad. Did she? Was it like a situation where you were like moving in and she's like, "Hey, I'm a virgin. I don't know if I'm ready for this." No, we just met at camp. And no, then, I know, dude. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't but, moving in anywhere. 
No, I know. No, I mean, moving into the the sexual experience, like she was a virgin for that long. Was she like, "Hey, I'm a virgin for life until I get married," or how was that? I don't know. I just assume so. I don't think we ever got that far. <laughs> well, it was yeah. a summer girlfriend, you know. You don't want to <laughs> drill too deep into it's, those questions. questions. It's weird that you say that because do, do you remember uh, the girl that I was kind of seeing when I was working? We were living together. And I was a lifeguard, and they came over and red hair girl. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar to that situation where it's like I would suspect she was a virgin, but we never really got that to that place. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like I don't know. I, I guess I get. I see what you're saying there. You're just like I'm probably not the one here. Yeah, I'm exactly. Yeah. And also, she was definitely a summer girlfriend because she went to IU. I lived in India. It wasn't gonna be like a. Yeah, it wasn't gonna be like a long term thing. There was definitely a term girl on this relationship. Sure. sure. Look, Let's, uh, how old were you, Ira, when you were dating the summer girlfriend? I was probably twenty five, and I think she was twenty. I think that's I think that's the perfect um, like summer girlfriend age. Yeah, I mean you can have summer girlfriends in your mid twenties. Yeah, I, I mean people don't, but <laughs> I, you can do a lot of things. I'll give myself a pass because like my 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 emotional growth was stunted from like seventeen to twenty three because I went to the military like right out of high school. Sure, so sure, like sure. I didn't get a lot of yeah. these kind of normal college experiences that people got. So I kind of, so, okay, yeah. kind of had like a mini deal. He's saying, okay, see, that's one thing we had to, <laughs> Sorry. I, last time I said this to you, uh, so uh, Zach puts up a five because we have five more minutes, but he doesn't explain that before we record. <laughs> so it, people that are guests who he's don't just know throwing him, up gang signs just think that, that he's like, me. why is he waving at me in like, the middle of this episode? Am I talking to you? Like? That was, <laughs> that was just the first time anybody stopped like, Whoa. No, no, it's not before. Like, that's, that's literally the symbol for stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you were fine. And, and the well, thing it's is, like, like, how old were you? And you were like 25. And he goes, You were five. <laughs> five. Say five. Well, the thing is, too, is I don't know that I've ever seen Zach put his hand up so aggressively like that. Like, he really wanted you to know. Like, I think he thought your story about, like, you know, being in the army and, like, your summer girlfriend at 25 was going to go longer. He's like, Listen, this is going <laughs> to, this is the uh, uh, four this, score. Apparently, you're about to open up the stand, and we only got, like, five minutes. So I need oh, to I see was, my. That was going all the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were going to hear it. about the entire career, all of it. <laughs> I'm ready for it. M O O N, that spells summer girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think in the next uh, half, we could probably talk to Ira about what he's doing because we haven't talked to... Honestly, he's just joined us on this adventure. We we'll, we'll, be right, we'll be right back after, uh, after this quick break with our guest, Ira Williams. We're going to let him talk for a while. <laughs> she's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy. Lonely like a highway. She's living in a world and it's on fire. It's got to be really fun because I'm a troll. It's like, if your lady friend's just in a real pissy mood, just play the song and walk away. <laughs> nice. Probably not if you're dating adults, though. I mean. Well, <laughs> it might be part of the reason I don't think it's going to turn out the way you hope it does. <laughs> yes. Maybe just a summer girlfriend. Might be part of the reason I'm the only one at this table who's single. <laughs> 
driving this girl's on fire. I've alienated fire. myself from everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. What a what a great intro, Zach. Thank yeah. you, man. That was seamless. That Definitely was such a good job. Really produced well. Definitely, Definitely. didn't take a couple tries. Did not. No. no he just One shot. Right away. That's why they call them one and done sauce boss. (laughs) That's what the ladies call them. (laughs) (laughs) Once and no more. Okay. (laughs) Oh, it's we have a good time. (laughs) So, Ira, I'll tell you what. What's funny is so like Ira and I have been friends for uh, too many years to count. Um, I would say half of my life. I've been friends with Ira. Yeah. yeah. Um, good dude uh, that I've known. He's no, He knows where all the bodies are buried. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't drag me to that one. <laughs> Plausible deniability, my friend. But, uh, you, but what surprises me, even though as long as I've uh, known you and been friends with you, like I ran into him at a, a mutual friend's birthday party a couple weeks ago and I uh, was like, yeah, I want to get you on the show. He was like, I got to go back and listen to some episodes. And I was like, dude, you don't have to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Like, I just want to, I just want to hang out. I just want to like see my friend. He goes, well, no, I've been listening. And it blew my mind of how much you actually knew about the podcast. He was like dropping like Kim Han references. Oh, wow. And he was like, what about the woman with the bub? And I was like, oh my God, you really do listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm definitely going to support everything wow. that my friends do. Uh, regarding the Kim Han, I just thought she was very funny. I don't know what I it think- was about her humor. It just spoke to me personally. I was like, she's <laughs> She's no, very funny. I've told Dyke multiple times that I think Kim Han is one of my favorite guests because it's the exact same way, though. It's like, I don't understand necessarily what she's doing, but she's doing something, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's just works. It's really funny. It works. Like, and it does. I mean, when she did that birthday cake, the second time she was on, she did it twice. Yeah. And even though the second time it was the exact same story that she'd already told, <laughs> she'd already told it, and we just, like, I think I was the producer at the time. or No, it was, uh, a, it was, it was a sequel. To the story. No, no, no. But she, yeah, she had it because she went back and made the cakes again. <laughs> yeah. But somehow we didn't record it the first time of the yeah. sequel. So she basically told the same cake story for like the fourth time. <laughs> and she still, even though it was different, it was it was still really funny because she's doing stuff where like she's messing with your brain. Like I think that <laughs> she's either, she's either, uh, you know, I, I think she might be a genius. I don't know. But it, it's just, it's it's always a, her stuff is really, really She great. was telling the story from the cake's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Turns out it's yeah. all cake. Yeah. It's all cake. Um, it's all cake. So one, of, like I, you, you said, you hadn't been listening to some of the more recent ones, but the, one of the through lines, a kind of reoccurring joke on the show is me ranting uh, about how, um, my friend Hannah has like VIP status at the local comedy club Helium and like nobody there knows who I am and I always have to pay full price. And like, I just want this to be said on record that that it's, it's a joke. I mean, there's a little bit of truth in it, but you know, it, it was a joke that I play up for comedic effect. And so we went to, um, the, the Indies funniest, like all my friends are in this contest right now at Helium comedy club and they all have these comp tickets and everyone's like, Hey, Come see me, come vote for me, blah, blah. So, I, I, like, I've gone a couple times, and there's, like, comically always been something where, like, someone didn't get paid for or whatever. So I, I came on the podcast a few weeks ago, and I ran my mouth a little bit, you know, in a, in a joking fashion, because we had um, the G, we had the GM of Helium Comedy Club on a few weeks ago, and he was yeah. a great guest, good guy. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, so I went on, like, last week <laughs> in the middle of the podcast, and I was like, like, Bridget got me started on it, and Bridget was like, yeah, well, we didn't all get in for free to Helium, and I was like, I can't believe I had the GM of Helium Comedy Club <laughs> over on my podcast, 
And I'm on the pay no mind list when I go in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So I, I would have done like a Rodney Dangerfield, but I guess that's a way to so go. I <laughs> so I forget that I said this, right? And then on Monday, I'm like, man, I got to get in there. I really want to, because I do really want to, uh, really want to start. <laughs> I really want to start uh, hosting there. And yeah. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get my foot in the door. And I was like, I, I know Avery, so I'm just gonna tell him yeah. how much I want to start hosting there. You just forgot. You're like, you know what? I last last podcast, like, you had Avery. And he hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I. Uh, <laughs> So I sent him a mess, sent him a text message, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, just to let you know, like, I really want to start hosting. Like, I'm very serious. I was like, give me the job, give me the job. No one else wants to do. I'll knock it out of the park for you. I'm ready to work hard. Like, just let me know." And he was like, "You know, I, I've never actually seen you do stand up comedy. Do you have a clip or something you could send me, or can I see you do, you know, a live stand up sometime?" And I was like, "I got a clip. Let me get it ready." And as I'm getting it ready, he goes. You know what? It's weird. I'm listening to your podcast right now. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, this is Kismet. You know, like he's listening to my podcast. I call him. You I still say, don't even think about what you said. No, not at all. Wow. And so then I'm sending him the clips and then <laughs> it gets to the part. And like, this is out of context because I don't remember exactly what I said. He was like, I was like, oh, uh, did you feel slighted last time you came into Helium? <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, what's he talking about? And, <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. I think that was just a joke I was making about with, with, with Hannah. And he was like, well, you know, just give me a call or something, man. We, we can get you in for free. And he's like, we'll try to get you that high roller status that you seem to need. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And then I went back, and as soon as I got off the line, and I went and, like, listened to the yeah. – and I was like, I don't, I don't think I said anything that bad. And I got all, like, 29 – like, 27 minutes into the first half of last week's episode – and then it's just me going like, I can't believe well, you, they you, don't roll out a red carpet for Nike Michaels and no one knows who I am. You blah, also blah, blah, called blah, blah. out Avery specifically in that when you were talking about it. Like, I've had Avery and he still won't recognize how funny I am. I go there and they're like, who are you? Give us $20. Like something along those lines. And I can't believe that that happened. And then, and then Bridget did the thing where she made you uncomfortable like, because you said I tried to pay for everybody, and she's like, "Well, he tried, but he didn't," and that was adorable. <laughs> and we paid for ourselves, but it was it was a thing that he tried. Like, man, Bridget, Bridget was making Bridget was the British office last week. I mean, that it was, was and that that line was like a firing squad. When I heard that, I was just like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it was exactly." It's like you tried to pay, but he didn't. I mean, we had to pay for ourselves, but it was still a time. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of dead silence. Like, I wish I could just turn this podcast off and not be in this uh, room anymore. It was a good episode, though. You know I mean, what? Now I would have blamed all this on Bridget. I feel like this is all Bridget's fault. Yeah, yeah I like to do that. You I mean you blame it on Bridget anyway? So just for the record, Helium Comedy Club is a great club. Uh, <laughs> you should definitely go and uh, check it out. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be working there someday. You know, well, or never invited back again. <laughs> One of those. No, but Avery was, I thought Avery was really nice. He was a really nice guy. No, I, mean, I don't in, know what in, you're talking in, about. In, in all reality, he's cool. He, he he came to my mic on Thursday, he rolled in, oh, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, Avery's here. Dude, it was a full house at uh, the, oh, red the, flag, red flag? the Red Flag Comedy Mic located at the Indie Hostel, <laughs> 8 o'clock every Thursday night for the rest of the summer. Yeah. Ira Williams, let me tell you this. I get a, I get a message on Instagram uh, last Thursday, middle of the day. I think it's a troll because it's like from a... Uh, oh, yeah. Someone that's not a friend account, and it's like, accept, decline, you know, and I'm like, oh, what is this? Because, like, you get those when, it's like, it's a, a request from someone that's not your friend, and yes. it's like, my name's Roxy, I live in the USSR, <laughs> <laughs> I am stripper in Potato Field, you know? Like. <laughs> so I was just like, what is this troll? And it's a picture of this, <laughs> like, potato you know, beautiful, smiling woman, and I was like, ah, this looks like a bot. So I click on it. <laughs> 
It's Miss Indiana 2020. And I know what you're asking yourself. Is there a missing? They made a Miss Indiana 2020. Yes, apparently in the middle of the global is that usually, pandemic. You know what's funny? Is, is that full circle? Is that usually decided at the fair? Oh, for the next year? It might well, be. I don't know. How, I, don't, I, I definitely do not know the bureaucracy of Miss yeah. America or I don't Miss know. Indiana. I don't know how that works. I, I mean. They, it seems like something that would happen at the fair. I think they get paraded around at the fair. I'm not sure if that's where they decide it oh, or not. That's probably why she had the time off. Because it's like, well, I'm usually at the fair now with the sash, but. But she asked. She asked about this. She asked about the mic, and I kind of was like, "Yeah, here, here's where the mic's going to be." So later that day, she shows up at the open mic. That's crazy, and it's really her. She's got like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Wow! And I was like, "Oh, are you here to tell joke?" Like I'm just kind of waiting to get punked. You know, I'm just like, "What is this?" That's great. When's the other shoe going to drop here? And she's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay, sign up list is over there." So everything's going great. She goes up, does her set, fine. Um, everything's cool, and then like three dudes later, like a real fast. I, I know what we're gonna get into, and I want to focus on that because I'm gonna do this now instead of later. But, um, did she did she post about this? Did she post about the situation like on her Instagram because you said she, she just posted dogs. that she did stand up on okay. her like her stories. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, okay. And she tagged. I think she tagged either maybe Indy Hostel. I don't think she tagged Red Flag, but that's <laughs> fine. Oh, <all> right. <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she would do this if she's up for comedy and uh, not getting laughs. I mean, she could do the show. Well, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to come to a really sad podcast? <laughs> The producer's not any good, and I'm going to talk about the camp I used to work at a lot. She's going to be like, are you that temporary girlfriend guy? <laughs> Will you be my summer girlfriend, Miss Indiana? Yeah, so, sorry, summer girlfriend. You can probably get her in 2021. Not this year. She's pretty yeah. hot, but 2021. Well, it's funny, sure. as it turns out, Ira, they've all been temporary girlfriends. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, so, ahead. unfortunately, this, this guy goes up. Um, and he starts doing, and his bits are like, because she made she's like six feet tall. And it was part of her act was about being a tall girl or whatever. And this guy goes up and he's like, I'm not scared of a tall woman. And basically is like making a joke about how he's going to follow her back to her car because she gave him a boner. Wow. And it just like sucked the air out of the room. And it was just like, everybody was like, what did he just say? I only heard the second part. I only heard the boner part and I was aghast at that. Yeah. And it was just like, what the fuck are we doing here? And so it was like, we had to have like an HR talk with him at a fucking comedy show and just be like, dude, like it's 2020, man. Like you can't say things like that. Yeah. Like, but it's not just 2020. Like it's the newest year and we're not doing it anymore. It's like, it's a hard 2020. It's a hard hour of years. <laughs> also that joke <laughs> probably wasn't funny. No, it wasn't funny. No, <laughs> like, that's, that's the other thing. I mean, that's the like, thing is like, it, it, it's one of those things where you always try to like say that when you ever see these assholes like saying shit like that. Uh, I know Joe and the Ho is the big thing that are pushing now. Like, that's fucking misogynist and racist for sure. But it, more than anything, it's just not funny. <laughs> it's just not funny. I don't, I don't like, know what Joe and the Ho is. That, that's it, the, yeah. the Kamal Harris thing. Oh, that's oh, the gotcha. new one. But it, not to introduce polit- inject politics here at all, but it's just like. On top of being all the shitty things that it is, yeah. it's also no one's laughing at that on either side of the road. Yeah, you probably could have gone up there and made a joke and like pointed out to the fact that Miss Indiana had like gone up there without creeping her out and yeah. like alienating the entire crowd. Right, right. Or you could have just shut the fuck up. And red flag, <laughs> the red flag crowd is definitely, you know, woke as fuck. So that's just not some shit they're going to laugh at, even if it did. That's a, yeah, that's it's a just not the crowd. Very lack of awareness of your audience. Yeah, for yeah, one yeah, thing. yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, it, it was dealt with, like, literally like, the next comic that went up just, like, 
I say threw him under a bus and yeah. into a wood chipper. Like it was just like Good. he went up there and was like all of his retort jokes were way funnier than that shitty thing. And then it was like we had to like talk, and I was just like I had to have someone talk to him first because I was just like kind of like I don't want to, I'm going to say the wrong thing to him. Yeah, and I like so I had someone else talk to him, and I was just like, dude, I was like what? Was he apologetic about that? He was. He was. And I you know, I think that goes along. I think we were living in a time where people were just like, well, like, want to, like, well, he should be banned for life. And I'm just like, yeah. I think he was trying to be funny. Yeah, right. it sounds but like he took a swing and missed. But it was just like, like, you, you said, when I, I, I told this to Chris earlier, and you were just like, man, that's kind of like twofold. It's like one thing to have been like, oh, I got a boner. It's another thing to like, be like, I'm going to follow you to your car. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, Rape culture is not in this year, dude. Like it's just not it's not the way to go. And I I, I absolutely agree with you on the cancel culture thing and, and not like, hey, your career's over, stuff like that, because I think that's a that's a weapon we're just using probably too often. But man, I don't know. It's uh that's tough. I think but that's the thing is like I think that that's the hit is that co- comedians going up and using that double negative as a plus is like coming up and like just trouncing on that and then making that funny. I think that's the win in those situations. But also I know that I am not in any way, clearly a comedian. Uh, but I know that in talking to you and the comedians that have been on the show, that sometimes you're just dropping stuff that could be considered controversial because like, Hey, if it's comedy, it's comedy and whatever. And you're trying to like navigate whatever. Um, so I, I, I feel for him and I, I, I have no doubt. And I even knowing this person, I'm, I'm sure he's probably not a rapist. Probably, <laughs> probably not anybody that's raped anybody. Uh, he just says some shit that's like, "Hey, I'm gonna blow some minds. It's gonna be funny in like a uh, like a scare tactic way," and then like it just doesn't hit. And that's yeah. it's it's it is a, it's swinging a miss. And I think not to ever say like races or uh, race ra- rape is cool yeah. by any means, but can we isolate that bit of audio? The, <laughs> <laughs> I always you was funny. This is like the second of the podcast where I've confused racism and rape. I don't know if that's like a thing I'm dealing with on my own and I gotta figure out. I don't know. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting, and it, 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 I don't know. That's just it's crazy that that even happened. That that somebody thought like, hey, I'm gonna take this this. I'm gonna throw this lob out there and see if this meatball works. It was just two things this week that started off real cool and then just ended in like tragedy. It was just like, did you talk to uh, Miss Indiana after that? Like, hey, is it? I said thanks for coming out. I I think I I think I met. I mean, <laughs> You know what makes everything funnier when Zach laughs in the distance. I, I mean, the thing is, what you said was not funny, but the thing, the fact that he laughed like that is funny. I don't know why. It was like the consolation prize. <laughs> well, like uh, he apologized to her, and like in front of other people. So, like, I saw the apology, and like she seemed to take it with grace, and like, well, and then dude, I, she's Miss Indiana. She didn't take it all with grace. And then I reached out on the red flag thing and just was like, "Thank you for coming." Sorry about that rape thing. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry about the whole. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but like the conversation that I had with the guy was just like, what, what the fuck part of twenty twenty, and like all with- male comedians being like, uh, like have a fucking magnifying glass for being creeps yeah, yeah. made you think that was a good time to tell a. I'm, the thing is, too, I mean, that- what's the joke? Was the joke that J.K. I'm not gonna assault you when I get <laughs> with, my, with my throbbing hard boner? The like- irony is, I'm totally not raping Miss Indiana. <laughs> That's why it's funny. No, no, it is not. Nope. It's just, I don't, yeah. I don't and know. it's like, it, you know, like that would have been, I don't know why it's worse that it's Miss Indiana, but it is worse somehow. Like you <laughs> because, shouldn't do that to well, anybody. I'll you, I'll, I think I'll tell you why, because the thing is like, even, even Miss, even Miss Indiana is not immune to some random dude who she doesn't know just from going out and whatever. And a random dude going up on stage, like, I'm going to rape that lady. Like, come on. Like, 
You would think there'd be, and the thing is, like, we don't need to, like, tiptoe around or bow to Miss Indiana. Like, I think it's great that she came. I think it's awesome that she's she's doing stuff like that, and I think that she brings credibility and, and a viewpoint there, but it's not like she's untouchable by any means. But even Miss Indiana is not in a situation where she's immune to just a random dude like, hey, you know what's fun? Raven Miss Indiana. Like, not, no, dude. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't, don't, maybe don't say that. I just remember my first open mic, and I can't imagine if like somebody had gotten up there, but like, That's hey, cool. look at look at that brown guy over there. <laughs> I might I might follow him to his car. He's giving me a rock hard boner. What is going on? That's all the shit, though. That's the thing. Is like I think that's why it is missing. Miss Indiana makes it worse because you're just like women are constantly still telling us like I can't walk down the street without somebody yelling some shit, and that might might be something where it could be construed as like a rape threat. And then like, and even just Miss Indiana, Miss Indiana coming to an open mic with the crowd that is a red flag all the time. Like, clearly, this is a safe place where I can go up there and not be funny because you know Miss Indiana wasn't funny, but she go up there not be, <laughs> not be. I'm sure she's a delightful person, but I bet she wasn't funny. Uh, I don't know, Miss Indiana, come and do the show. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Wait, wait, did we just go from backing her up to... Uh, yeah. yeah, backing her up. Yeah, yeah, just, listen, to, just because Miss Indiana wasn't funny doesn't mean she deserves to be raped, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. That's you wild see her. Welcome to 2020, man. Jesus. Doesn't funny doesn't mean a woman isn't still a powerful woman, okay? <laughs> She's still a person that deserves to walk down the street without people gawking at her. Jesus Christ. But you didn't see it. No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just right. making guesses. We, we probably should pivot out of four dudes talking about feminism before uh, before we get canceled. I felt like I was doing a good job. <laughs> no, I mean it's awesome that she can't. I we, I would love to have her on the show. All like, jokes no, aside, of I'm, course, broad shouldn't get assaulted, but you know, we all know they're not funny. Yeah, that's a, no. That's a strong, uh, how dare you? Strong no, take. Strong no, take. No, that's strong not what take. I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. So anyway, Ira Williams. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Chris King is not. I'm not gonna say and be like, listen. He said broads are funny. Listen, there's a lot of women that are very funny. I know a lot of women that are funny. I would venture why, to guess. Why are that, you rolling your eyes when you're saying that? <laughs> I would venture to guess that Miss, because I've already had this argument once with Thad. I would venture to guess that Miss Indiana has a lot of things going well for her. And the thing is, it's just like the cool kids in the class. You know, you were a nerd, Dyke. Uh, <laughs> still, but uh, that's the thing. Is like the cool kids don't get to get funny. Like they get to be good-looking people and the charismatic all these things, but not tell jokes. So I would. I'm just. I guess I'm fingers crossed. That she's not funny because if Miss Indiana is funny, then what do I got? Nothing. <laughs> not getting raped is all I got. Yo. <laughs> well, <laughs> hashtag patriarchy. <laughs> uh, Ira, I don't just go, just, just cleanse the palate with any I, anything that's ever happened to you at, in a pizza in a pizza car or a strip club. Are you are you still you're still doing pizza stuff now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> No, I mean, I, is it where that's a pizza? Hey, he's been gone a long time. Maybe you didn't hear. He doesn't shine the, shoes no more. I'm on the uh, consumption side of pizza at this point. Oh, you're just eating it. I'm now. just eating it. What are you doing now then? Uh, I have I work at a software company. It's it's oh one of those God. things that's just like yeah, it's it's a job. What I was saying was very insulting. Then if, you, if you're doing software and I'm like, hey man, you still dropping those pieces? I'm like, I'm a software developer, Dick. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, can it's I like get when a... you told me you worked at Lids and I was like, oh, that's cool in the mall, right? And you're like, <laughs> I forgot about that. You that think was, I work at a kiosk? That's right. That was many years ago. He said, what are you doing now? I'm like, oh, I work at Lids. And like, I thought you knew that I went to college and graduated for HR. And it was like, oh, yeah, at the that's mall. That's why like, I was disappointed you were working in a kiosk. <laughs> it's like, oh, you still at the, you at the mall? Like, no, dude, concern. I'm in the corporate office, you piece of shit. Uh, 
But so, so not delivering pizzas, but anyway, I'll take a sausage and pepperoni. But, uh, so. All I brought so, was a lasagna, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We should, we should say that uh, you're the, are a lot of people come in here and say, I have a super weird question. And then they say the question. It's like, it's totally not weird. It's never weird. It's like, you know, we're all, but we're all service industry. You know, we, you know, it's a food podcast. We're all just, everybody's super laid back. So whatever you have to ask, like everything's, everything's whatever. But you said, hey, Dyke, I have a super weird question. And then he said, whatever. He said, shoot. And then you said, hey, can I put my lasagna in your fridge? <laughs> and that, you know what? I'll tell you what. That was weird. Oh, <laughs> it's I, in there right now. I thought about that, how I was going to approach <laughs> that subject about half the time I was driving here. I'm like, yeah. how do I bring up The worst lasagna? part, it wasn't like, here's lasagna for no. your fridge. It was like, can I temporarily put a yeah, lasagna in your fridge? Yeah, it goes away. That's the but best it's, part. It's leaving with me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I need it's a, temporary lasagna. Yeah, this I'm, I'm bringing it and taking back. It's, it's not, not in your fridge. It's like a summertime it's lasagna. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not ready to commit. You're my summer lasagna. You're summer my forever lasagna. lasagna. By the way, I'm 38 years old. <laughs> it's definitely not a forever lasagna. We didn't even get to see it. We don't look at the. You can't even look at the lasagna. Third wow. worst thing that ever happened to me at the state fair. Oh my god. <laughs> Is it lasagna related? My mom, my mother uh, took me to the midway. She didn't have a lot of money, so she was like, "Hey, we gotta, I gotta drop like seven dollars on this midway ticket for both of us. Fourteen dollars, she'd be out." What's the midway? Like where all the rides are. I don't. Uh, you have to pay separately to get into where the rides are. Well, like you had to pay for like tickets. Oh, okay, you know, okay. yeah, right, so, right. You had to pay so I, I think it was a bracelet night situation. Again, we went on poor people night. <laughs> so um, I think to get two bracelets to ride the rides was whatever. And she was just like, she knew I was a big old pussy when I was a little kid. Wow. And so she was just like, I think, I think you're not going to enjoy these rides because you're a little baby bitch boy. Thanks, mom. You're my weekend mom. I was like, no, I'm a big boy. I want to go on these rides. Like the state fair, we come here every year. Like, let's go on the rides. Like, you poor bitch. And... So she was wearing like a tuxedo and this because you just visited poor. You weren't always poor. You just summered it poor. I just think you were wearing tuxedo like mother. (laughs) Mommy, I can do this. So she she was basically made a huge deal about like, hey, if we if I buy these, we're going on some rides. I was like, okay, yeah, I want to go on some rides. So she buys the bracelet. And the very first ride that we got onto was the I don't know. It used to be called the scrambler. I don't know what it's called now. They're always called different. But it was like uh, it's it's the one where like the bigger person has to sit in the special side because of the G forces. They have to sit on the right because you're going to be squeezed. Yeah, right. The special side. But like (laughs) this was like back in the latest aside. But back in the like like now it's written on the ride. Oh, they say that like fat people to the right. (laughs) Yeah, segregation. But like like back then they didn't. So, like, I'm, like, a little kid. This is, like, I mean, I'm, I might be, at like, nine years old at this uh. point. My mom's full grown. Yeah. And uh, because that's how it works with your mother and your child. And that is how parenthood works, yeah. <laughs> but like, I like that you had to explain to us. Like, you know, and she was an adult woman. Have you ever dated an adult? <laughs> we have, Dyke. Anyway, talking about your mother on the special side. So she sits on the wrong side, and the, they fire up the, the ride. She sits on the wrong side? Well, we didn't know. Like, there was so no what? sign. They didn't have the sign. There was is no be- sign. So they fire up the ride. My mom was also a large lady. <laughs> and so they fire up the ride, and I'm getting just smushed the whole sure. time. So it's not like me being a baby bitch and like, this ride is too scary. It's like, you're crushing my bones. Did she forget you were there? Like, she had to know, like, she, I'm squeezing you. I think, she, I think it was, was too late. They wouldn't stop the ride. And I think I was screaming for, like, stop the ride. Like, you know, this is like the scene from the, what's the, the movie uh, Unbreakable. It's like that where he's just like, he's in the ride and he's covered in pillows. And then all of a sudden the bears fall out. 
Then he's like, every time, you know, Unbreakable? Yeah, Tim Mr. Glass. Yeah, Mr. Glass. Like, you were Mr. Glass, but it was just your big, your big mom. <laughs> it's, <a> big old, <laughs> it's your big mama's house. <laughs> big mama's house. So I get, so I get off the, get off the ride, and I was just like, oh, I, your arms I, are broken. Like, I'm just mad. Yeah, my arms are broken. <laughs> and I got a broken hip, and I was just like. And she was like, stop being such a little bitch. Yeah. And she, and she was. And she, Come she on. Was, she was like, are you ready to go on another ride? And I was just like, I don't want to go on any more rides with you. Yeah. Because of what just happened. And I, she lost her shit. She was like, oh, that was $14 I just spent. And then she just grabbed my arm and like yanked me out of there. And I'm crying. We're making a big scene. And I'm just like, I don't like the pair. Yeah. And she was like, I'm like $14. Yeah. And like drags me out. And I was just like, fuck the state fair. Wow. I don't know how you recover from that. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I've always really liked the fair. Uh, I've had good times. Uh, I didn't. I've never been crushed at the state. Fair. I've never been crushed at <laughs> the state so fair. Good. Like I never went with my parents. I was a. I was right at the ripe old age of having a summer girlfriends at uh, twenty four when I started going to the fair because I wasn't in Indianapolis. But I think that my. I mean, like our my all my fair stuff is food related. Uh, and the irony is, is that apparently a lot of just your mom's life was food related. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that was appropriate. Uh, <laughs> well, it's out, it's out there now. It was good. It doesn't matter. Top <laughs> number one, top worst state fair memory. Uh, oh my god, what are we doing? I'm seven years old. I feel like he doesn't know that we're here. I feel like it's like a six cent situation where he thinks we're like we're Bruce Willis. Like we're also here. I'm seven years old. <laughs> We gone to the state fair. This is my first clear memory of being at the state fair. And I'm like, I had a wonderful night. It was great. I don't get a lot of treats because my mom's poor. <laughs> so I got a snow cone. It was one of the snow cones that had the ice cream in the middle, in the in the bottom, like in the cone part. No, no, not the ice cream. no, no, no. Uh, it's no ice cream in the middle? It was you like chocolate in the cone. No, no, no. It's like it's like a plastic cone with ice cream, and then there's a snow cone on top of it. No, no like, idea what you're talking it about. It is Never heard of that. amazing. Never. Yeah. It's a giant snow cone. Okay. And so it's my mom and her friend Vicky, right? <laughs> Why are you going to name names, man? And, <laughs> and I'm eating the snow cone, and I've eaten most of the snow cone, but I still have the delicious ice cream, and the flavor, the blue and the red has turned into purple, and sure. it's melted into the ice cream. Yeah. And we're getting in, and my mom has like a two-door Chevy Nova, right? So like <laughs> we're getting into the car, we're leaving, and I'm just beaming. I'm having such a great time. And... um Vicky's like puts the seat back and I said, Hey, can you hold my cone for me? And she's like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I get in the back seat and I just see Vicky, who's a smoker. She's not allowed to smoke in the car, apparently only when I'm around. So she's pissed off she can't smoke in the car. So she takes the last drag of her cigarette and just throws it right into my fucking ice cream cone. Wow. And I just hear it sizzle and I am a little kid. Yeah. So I just lost my yeah. like you've ruined like a treat the treat of the year you've Did ruined she know the that she knew she threw it or just fell in there i don't know what she knew she didn't give a shit about nothing <laughs> vicky just wanted to this burn the world down you're talking about she doesn't care where her cigarette butt so goes. i just go the fuck off yeah and i just make this like, like you're doing now <laughs> and my mom is just pissed and like we get in the car and i'm just crying and i won't shut up and then I remember just being like, uh, I can't believe my ice cream cone. Uh, and my mom goes, you weren't even that upset when your goldfish died. <laughs> and I was like, why do you have to bring that shit up? Uh, well, you know what's good about this podcast is we finally figured out what was eating Gilbert Grape. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are We've your... gotten to the root of it all. 
Um, I think uh, we've, we're going to sign off pretty soon about this uh, show that was an ups and downs of Dyke's life in the fair. Uh, I, I, I'm so pro-fair. I don't know if you're pro-fair after all that. No. <laughs> I, think, I think the fair is like the McRib for me. Like, I'll keep yeah. convincing myself that it's good, but then I'm always disappointed afterwards. It's always you go there and it's like, oh, I, I remember it being better because nostalgia is always better than reality. And the thing. Yeah, but not if for, your not nostalgia for you. is bad. Not for you. Then yeah. it's not. And I'll tell you what, the food that we ate today and the conversation, this was the best state fair I've had in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So nice. here's my question to you. Like, you cooked all the food today. Do you think that's like a lot of work? Because like, I feel like cooking fair food is just like so inconvenient to deal with grease and oil and all the things that to fry. It just took a while because I didn't have like real, like I had a small fryer and everything was fried. Right. So it just was like, well, got to wait for the next thing to fry. Yeah. And that's, that's where my justification to go to the fair comes from. It's like, I could do this stuff, but God, is it annoying to cook a corn dog? I don't know. I think the bad of the fair is even also what makes it good. You know what I think the worst part of the fair is anytime that I'm with somebody at the time when I'm dating a summer girlfriend and they make (laughs) you go to like the show. Like, you know, they have the little, like, if you go to little, like, houses and they make you go to, like, oh, this is me presenting, like, uh, the history of China. And yeah. you're, like, in that for, like, they're always, like, an hour and a half. And, like, I could be looking at a big, giant horse boner, but instead I'm watching <laughs> the history of China. I think if I'm going to say the worst of the fair, it's not about, you know, my great big mom hurting my feelings. But it's just, it's not good for me either, I guess, if I if I was going to interject on that at all. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> Hashtag horse boner. Never forget. <laughs>